ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Steve Lennox. Royals and Red Sox at Fenway tonight. Kansas City opening up the series and looking to extend their win streak to nine in a row. Right now, Royals up one nothing. Salvador Perez solo home run in the second against Red Sox starting pitcher Rick Porcello. Porcello making the start tonight in place of David Price. Red Sox earlier today placing Price on the DL with left elbow inflammation. Price missed the first two months of the season with the similar elbow issue. Manager John Farrell told reporters prior to tonight's game he expects Price to pitch again this season. Brett Gardner let off the home first inning in the Bronx with a home run. Yankees up one nothing in the home fourth inning on the Tampa Bay Rays. Masahiro Tanaka, perhaps a developing story. He struck out eight over four perfect innings so far. In Detroit, Astros down 3-1 against the Tigers. Jose Altuve singled and scored in the first He's now hit safely in 19 in a row. Nick Castellanos, a three-run home run for the Tigers in the second. That off Astros starting pitcher Dallas Keuchel making his first start since early June. Angels in Toronto up 2-0 on the Blue Jays. Phillies tonight scratching Jeremy Hellickson from the start against the Braves. Right now in the fourth inning, Braves trail the Phillies 1-0. Hellickson is rumored to be traded before Monday's deadline. Rockies and Nationals rained out in D.C. Tonight's rainout will be made up as part of a doubleheader on Sunday. Raiders Pro Bowl left tackle Donald Penn did not report to Camp Friday. Sources confirming to ESPN that Penn is holding out. Penn is set to make $5.8 million in the final year of a two-year contract. Colin Kaepernick's name has been in the news lately, but remains unsigned. Will he find a team before the season begins? We'll ask Bomani Jones when he joins the show. It's Mike and Mike Monday morning, starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Yes, sir. This is the Kevin Sutton Show. All action all the time on, you know what it is, ESPN 580 Orlando. And I'm feeling a little good, man. I'm feeling really great, man. I feel excited. Let me go ahead and crack this thing open. Oh, and drink it on down and guzzle it around. And you know what time it is, baby. I needed that in my life right now. I needed it so bad. But there are some other things that are going on. And I'm telling you. This world, this world. I've been away. I've been away, and you guys have been playing in the studio. Playing? We've yeah, been holding been play- it down. Holding uh-huh. it down? That's what you call it nowadays? Uh-huh. But you can hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, all under the username Kevin Sutton Show, and that is where you find yourself in the mix. Oh, uh, yeah. We want to remind our listeners the Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by Cruz and Pascara, PA. Yeah. Personal injury attorneys. That's right. You want integrity? You want experience. You want someone who's going to work hard for you. You're not just another client. You're family. That's Cruz and Pascara, PA. Give them a call, 407-841-0200. Or go to our website, kevinsuntshow.com, and click on the link. And, guys, don't forget to download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, even Google Play Music. You can catch up on all the episodes you may have missed. Well over 300 available right now. Just type in Kevin Sun Show. And for you iPhone and Google Play users, just make sure you leave a rating, review, and definitely don't forget to subscribe. Five stars, baby. Cinco. Do that. Today in the studios, I have the one and only, my man, Dr. Fee. 
today. Mm-hmm. It's Friday, baby. My words of wisdom for you all are that laws are like sausages. It's better to not see them being made. Oh. You're man. deep. He's all political today. Yeah. What? Well, Tony Marino, man, he was getting me. Oh, he was messed you up. Me. Yeah, we need to have yeah. him in here. That would be, cool. be cool. I, w- I want to hear him read nursery rhymes. Yeah, it's Tony <laughs> Marino <laughs> here. You got you to love Tony Marino. Yeah, he's a good guy. Ah, uh, so then I got my girl Maya with the latest point of view. What? That's me. Here we go. Having a good time out there. Oh my goodness, I love that. Or in the name of Phil, Yahoo! Oh, yippee! You listen to last night's episode. And then you have to feel sorry for this guy. He's talked serious sports for four hours and now he's sitting here with us. My man. With protest. Just <laughs> mother... Hey, 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 hey. I didn't say it. Hey, hey, hey. It's my boy. Hey. What up? What up? Everybody needs a happy hour in their life, Kevin. What's up? Oh, that's <laughs> what I'm talking you about. Sometimes you got to loosen the tie a little bit. Break you know? it loose, dog. He doesn't even Take wear down the top button. I'm never... Never. So I, I came into work today, and for those, I mean, like, no one sees me unless I go out. When I go out, I actually do dress it up a little bit, but I wear, like, a T-shirt and shorts and a hat to work every day now. Uh-huh. And someone said, you going out? And I looked down and I was like, no, I dress like this every day, man. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Don't worry about it. Well, stand up. Let's see what you're wearing. Uh, uh, t-shirt. Yeah. T-shirt and shorts. Do you, oh. Do you, do you have the hat on backwards? I do. There you go. There you I go. You, yes. just, you just made a hood right there. That's I can't wear the hat forwards in the studio because the hat hits the microphone when I talk. Ah, uh, uh, Yeah. So do you wear it forward when you're out? Uh, no, he's stuck. No, yeah. Okay, good. No, okay. not as much. Because you would have just ruined that. <laughs> what, ruined your fantasy, Mario? Business, no. for, you know, business forward, party backwards. There that's, you go. That's there you it. Go. Not my fantasy. Oh, my just, it looks better. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I, hey, you know, there, there's just that thing. But got nice I, have, I have some things to get off my chest, man. Oh, You know, the, this okay. this moment in time is brought to you by DJ and B. Oh, Lord. Uh, you can... You, but no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just gonna let you know. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta let people know when they're doing wrong, and sometimes you gotta put them on blast. Uh oh. How I go into the green room, right? Mm-hmm. Go and give me some coffee. You we know, have I'm a green room. room. Well, you know, it's it's you know, beige. It's it's, it's gray. Okay. <laughs> it, it's uh, the area. The you know, I don't want to just call it the break room. That's what uh, it is, man. It's <laughs> a, a kitchen, bro. It's a kitchen, bro. It's a kitchen, man. <laughs> it's got a fridge. <laughs> it's got a fridge in there. Need right. a comf- a comfy couch. Okay. So I go in there, right? Yes. Go get some coffee. Okay. I'm gonna give me some coffee, All and right. I'm feeling good. And as yeah. I'm watching on the monitor, there's the whole thing about what goes on at the studio and all the great things, and these are things that yeah, happen. It's the and I show. see there was a ice cream party sponsored by Blue Balls. Blue Bell. <laughs> yeah. See, he had some. I didn't get an invite. I didn't get an invite for the ice cream party. I want to find out where my invite for the ice cream party is at. I am upset. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about somebody that loves ice cream? This guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't get this side for no reason. <laughs> I love ice cream. Well, you can make your own. They have this thing where you put in a soccer I don't ball. care about making my one own. Of those. It's in a cup. Yeah. And you just shake it and it that makes That doesn't ice cream. work. Kevin should be really good at that. That, <laughs> that doesn't work. I was very upset with that. Kevin's thing. the kind of guy that when we wake up in the morning, we see ice cream residue left him because he'll get up at night by himself. That's not ice cream. And get ice cream. <laughs> 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 
Sorry. Where do, where do we go? Bad. It's 804. Where do we go? I, I, lo- I just love ice cream. I'm just saying the next time I find out that there's an ice cream party, I'll holler, man. I'm just going to just creep up to the studio because we're in the night shift. I mean, know? you got a yes. badge. We can get in. You know what I'm saying? We just going to get on in. You know, like, isn't it something jacked up? Is it because... We- no, 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 Before we even start going down that road. I'm going to say, isn't it because we're We're throwing up the roadblock there. No, no, no. Kevin up here trying to get me fired. I ain't doing that. All right, all right. I thought it was the 8 o'clock hour thing, you know? Yeah, that's right. That's when we all get the work, There's only chocolate ice cream left. Chris and Pesquera is like, we got a case here? Yeah. All right. Actually... We had a great topic last night. We were we were rolling with burrito last night. Yeah, we were talking about the magic, and I've all I've wondered. You know, I was a little disappointed Nick wasn't here because Nick is so on top of this. You know how those three press releases came out with three people that they just signed. Yeah, um, Aaron Aflalo, free uh, agents. Yeah, Kem yes. Birch and Mo Spates. They and, introduced yesterday. And Aflalo is back in Orlando. He yes. was here previously. Uh, our beef now, not not a uh, Phil's. This is mine. My beef is we're not building a great team. I feel like we have fill-ins with these guys. I mean, I'm looking at statistics-wise, point-wise. I mean, one of them came from Greece. Yes, Ken Birch did. Free agents. You got a 30-something-year-old, two other ones that are a little bit more you know, graduated. And most is a rapper. You know, they're in their late 20s, born in 82, 85, and some, another. Yeah. What's the deal? Are we just not willing to pay? Are we? I mean, how do you get excited about that? Like, when I'm reading the press release, I'm like, what? Meh. Hmm. I, I, I see where you're coming from, Myra, and I think that a lot of casual Magic fans probably echo your sentiments. I think you need to ha- have a, a little bit of an understanding, or look at it from a different perspective, I guess is how I would say, as to how the Magic are are trying to build this team right now. Because Jeff Weltman and John Hammond, uh, they inherited a what I would call a, a salary cap mess with players on the team that are far overpaid and what it's doing is it's kind of mucking up the cap. Bismack Biombo at 17 mil a year, Evan Fournier at 17 mil a year. So what they did was instead of going after some of the top of the line starters in this year's free agency and honestly like I don't think the Magic even if they had gone after some of them would have gotten them. Plus they only had about 15 million dollars worth of salary cap space uh left uh for them to use anyway, which is pretty much good enough for a either a Jeff Green type, we did that one year, 15 mil, thanks, no thanks, okay? Yeah. Or a guy who's kind of like a sixth man on his way up, we're not really sure. They didn't want to do that either. So what I think Jeff Weltman did was he sat back and he wanted to wait and watch the market dry up and see if he could find some value guys, good locker room guys, that can help some of the younger guys on this team. And instead of improving the starting lineup, which they did just by adding Jonathan Simmons, okay? Okay. But instead of just improving the starting lineup, he wanted to improve the bench. Because think about some of the bums that you were pulling off of the bench last year. I'm talking about Steven Zimmerman. I'm talking about Damian Rudash. I'm talking about a bunch of other no-name guys that you had on this team. Instead now, you're going to bring Mo Spates into the game, who, by the way, is a microwave and can shoot the ball extremely well uh, when he's on. When he's off, he's awful. But like when he's on... He's good. He's played on. A, he's played on a championship <laughs> team too. Yeah, he's microwave. Yeah, that's what he is. I feel, like we, I feel like we got these guys from Big Lots. Um, you yeah. got, there's some. Here's the thing. Like, there's some blue light specials on this team. But I mean, like, it's like Amazon Prime Day, right? Like, you got some things you kind of wanted, but maybe you didn't necessarily need. But the price was just so dang good. Why not? Uh, and Aaron Oflalo, Aaron Oflalo is. A guy that Weltman and Hammond are extremely familiar with. They, in fact, drafted him when they were on Joe Dumars' staff in Detroit in 2007. This, to me, smells like a familiar guy, 
Good locker room presence. Well, I understand, though, he is kind of a loner, I've been told. I haven't met Aaron personally, even though he spent two years here in Orlando at an extremely affordable rate. $2.1, $2.2 million. Come on. So you're getting some vets, some guys that can score. Aaron averaged 18 a game when he was here in Orlando a couple of years ago. uh, Who who you can, of course, now these one-year deals, too, Spates and Aflalo, they may be guys that are interesting to some of the contenders looking for some offense off the bench come trade deadline time. So that's more of what they did. Is this team trying to win now? Slightly, but they're giving themselves flexibility long term. I I think this team wants to win as many games as they can this next season, and the East is bad, so they'll probably win quite a few (laughs) games. They're not going to be, I mean, like maybe they'll they'll hover around 500 or something. I, I don't know. It doesn't feel quite right. Uh, but what they're trying to do is is wait out some of these contracts, find some flexibility, and improve the team where they can without hurting themselves long term. Yeah, we're not going to the playoffs with this team. <laughs> how bad is the East, man? Still, we're we're on the total. How bad again. is the How bad is the East, man? That's sad. It's so sad. I mean, like if you want, we can go through the teams in the Eastern Conference. And here's the thing: Philly might be the fifth best team in the East, which means there are three other teams that are going to fit Worse behind them. Than them. And and and. And the magic might be that. I'm not, I'm not ready to call it right now, but you're telling me Alfred Payton's better next year, hopefully. Aaron Gordon's better. You, Jonathan Simmons is, is an upgrade over anything you had last year. Uh, listen, like, hmm. I don't know. Like, maybe they're an eight seed or not, and, and I, might be, I might be overly optimistic. Yeah, I probably am. The thing about I mean. Nick's predictions is you got to go with the opposite. I'm, I know. I'm not, here's, the, <laughs> here's the thing. It's like I like to say, like, well, they're definitely not a playoff team. I don't know. Like, they might be. The East is pretty bad. So, I mean, like, that's <laughs> – I'm not oh, saying they're a good team. I'm saying the rest they, they might they might they might be the best the of the losers. The yeah. Well, I mean, like that's the thing. Like they might be a team that's better than some of the other real bad teams. Hmm. Wow. So we're going to break. Oh no, Beckham. But when we get back, boot camp for new dads made a whole new twist. What? Uh, at Florida Hospital uh, downtown, or I call it Florida Hospital for women. Uh, we had a regular class, and it turned into a full out. LeBron James against the Warriors conversation, and there were a lot of Why'd upset guys. Why'd you bring guys. Myra? I know. I know. <laughs> I did not even bring her. All I said, they said, I've heard of you before. Why do I know your name? Why do I know your name? And I was like, uh, we work at the station, at ESPN, and they're like, are you the crazy guy that camps out at Best Buy? I'm like, yeah. Uh... You're from ESPN. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, ah, the Warriors against LeBron James. <laughs> it sucked, <laughs> but they were repeating Myra. And it changed the whole class. Stay right there. Kevin Sutton Show and the crew. Booyah! Yes, sir. We're back. And that yingling just was on time. Gone. It's imaginary. Yippee. It's imaginary. Because Nick doesn't allow me to get drunk in the studios. We don't care. If that was a ha- It's kind of illegal, guys. Like, it, we can't do that. You know, no, it's you can't, can't drink and work, okay? <laughs> We're not airline pilots. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Snap. No one felt good. Well, that's why you shut the door and no one knows what's going on back there. It's for security. Yeah. Well, Nick, I'll tell you, it happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And that remember that Denzel Washington movie? Which one? The one where he, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That yeah. was a good movie. And if it was because he was intoxicated, then he was able to save all the people. Did he fly that a plane all the upside time. down? Yeah, but he <laughs> saved the plane from crashing. Oh. Is that a top five Denzel movie? 
I don't Ooh. know, but it was good. I've put I, this list I, together. Actually. Yeah, I'm I've going. Done this. I'm go- that definitely has to be top five. That's top five. Um, Flight is top five. I never. Yeah. I've never. I never saw it. So I you can't. got oh, bro. You got to see it. Man. And then uh, what was the one that he did? Where he was Philadelphia. a gang member. No. Training day. Training, Training day. day. I Training found day. out that that was actually based on a real story. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a true story. Mm-hmm. And there is a guy that was like the kingpin. Yeah. Of New York that started this whole drug war mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. and it was the person that brung in yeah, the yeah. mass amounts of drugs that's mm-hmm. ever been here in the United States. I have and a list on this actually. They well, bought they bought his story for eighty thousand uh wow. no eighty thousand oh, wow. dollars and then they're doing a part two. For training day. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't training know that. Day. I didn't know it was based on a real story. Yeah. yeah. Based oh, wow. on a real I watched it on the, the what's the network I watched? Netflix. I, ID. ID. Uh, Nick, what's your what's your list? Uh, early list. I, I remember. I I don't have the updated one, but I have Training Day. Remember the Titans? Oh, yes. okay. Man on Fire is a sneaky number two, oh, guys. Th- I ah! love that one. This is why I love Nick. I'm the I'm the triplet. I'm the triplet. I'm, Ins- I'm part of being the triplet. Inside Man number four. Inside Man and yep. John Q at number five. John, John Q's Q. very weak there. It could be overtaken. John I have Q to could say. be overtaken. A lot of the- people did not like the John Q what selection. What was the one where the, 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 they were got? They were like it was like a religious one a little bit. Oh, you're talking about Book of Eli. Yeah, Book, book of, of Eli. Eli. Yeah. I don't like, I Spoiler like alert, one. he was blind the whole time. I didn't like it. It really killed yeah. the end of it. You didn't I didn't like, like that one. You didn't like it? No. Okay. Well, but the, Man on Fire, though. That's, Man on Fire was amazing. And that was a true story, too. Yeah. yeah. He, I think he's a phenomenal out. actor. He has a, a, a good personality, he's too. He's very dynamic. What's he's involved thing? in some movie that's coming out pretty soon. I think called Detroit or something like that. I think he's like an executive producer or something. That looks really, really good, too. That's a good one. I think Training Day, the skills that he had in that movie were off the chart. Oh, it's just you know? unbelievable. Like, he really, they in this documentary that they were doing, not about the movie, mm-hmm. they were doing a documentary on this kingpin Person. drug dealer. Yeah. And uh, they were saying that him and Denzel spent hours on hours, like th- months, just going and hanging out in the old neighborhood and reminiscing about all the things that the guy did so he could fit into the character. Well, they killed him understand. in the they yeah, killed the, yeah. They killed the dude. But so, but this was the police officer that was the one that got. Yeah, killed. He, in training uh, day, he was the cop. Yeah, yeah, so yeah but he, he was he, the he cop. Killed, though. Yeah. He was the cop. Yeah. But this drug dealer, he was best friends with this cop. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha and so that's gotcha. kind of how the whole story got put together. Uh, American so. Gangster too. American Gangster. That Gangster. A, that's a great movie. That, great yeah. soundtrack in that movie too. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's go back no to your blues. question. No. <laughs> Your question last night with your dad. Oh, so it, it all starts off with the, the whole class is going on. And then so they get into this like, yeah, I, I recognize you from somewhere. I, I actually that I get excited when that happens. But I kind of play it off like, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, you know, and so do a little store? side profile, you know, and uh, the guys, they it's start talking with about that thing on your chin. They start talking. Oh, my goodness. They start talking about um, the whole situation of the camp out. Then we get into sports and they were like, hey. You know, you know how Myra was always talking about the Warriors are uh, LeBron. LeBron James, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" And he's like, "Yeah, I listen to the show all the time." So we get into this whole discussion during our break about what's going to happen with Kyrie. Yes, is this going to completely ruin all hopes for the for the Warrior? I mean, for the Cavs to actually go back next year. For it to be a duplicate, because we all kind of like are cool assume. to under, assume that It'll this is going to be quadruplicate. a dynasty, and they're going to be like the the Chicago the '90s Chicago Bulls. That's going to happen. No one's no one's arguing that. But can Kyrie make that kind of difference? Like leaving, I mean, like if he leaves LeBron, who else is like that? Wasn't a part of the equation. We were saying mm-hmm. who could help the Cavs put some water on Kevin Durant. 
it wasn't an an addition problem where we were not having Kyrie, our, play. Kyrie involved in that. You That's kind of the out. problem with all these deals, right? It's Kyrie leaves. <laughs> Kyrie leaves. That is the problem. That is a huge problem. Mm-hmm. This is like this ruins everything that was ever talked about during that whole process after the game was over. Kevin Durant did so great. Oh my goodness, he messed everything up yeah. for them. They had no way to attack. LeBron's like, I need help. I need help. I need help. And then there's the part where the uh, one of the gentlemen, uh, Jeff, uh, was saying. If Kyrie leaves and he wants to be number one somewhere else, so he's not not under anyone's thumb, no one's shadow, mm-hmm. which is, I could say that's that's could be a bad thing depending. But you're only as good as you are because there's someone else that you're under their shadow. Because if he was playing in the game, look at or all the plays. Under oh, no, your wait, 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 wait. Look at the whole game, right? The whole game, everything that happened there. If LeBron wasn't on the court, Kyrie would not had the opportunities to do what he had to do. Like. Every single score, pretty much, was because they were worried about LeBron and they put extra coverage on him. And then Kyrie broke off and did something amazing. Like, it wasn't just, you have to have that second person. If everybody sucks on your team and you're the only good one. Then you're the 2015 Cavs. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it doesn't, I mean, you you, you see where I'm at, Nick? Like, he has to have, in order for him to be amazing, he does need (laughs) someone. To be amazing with him, because when, you, when, you when you're trading for Kyrie Irving, what you're what you're hoping is that he has developed as a player and has learned quite a bit from LeBron James. Because you're right, the first three years we saw him by himself, not only nah. were they a losing basketball team, 31 wins was the most he ever won, but also he was injury prone. I don't think he yeah. played more than like 70 games seven, in a season yeah. or something like that. So uh, Kyrie Irving was a very limited player those first three years. But then again, I, I would have to say. It's been three years since. He's yeah. developed a better jump shot. He's developed a better he, feel he looks for the game. on the court. I he, just think he... Offensively, he is one of the best guards in the NBA, and he's one of the best finishers as well. Defensively, he's a complete train wreck. Like, I mean, but do you think good. he could be that position if he didn't have people worrying about LeBron James on the other end of it? Uh, offensively, yes. I think offensively, he can be as good as anybody in the NBA. The problem is is that on the defensive side, he, he definitely does hurt you, but what you're praying for is that he has reached that point where he can take take the load and and be the leader of a team. But you're right. Anybody leaving that Cavs team is immediately worth, I want to say, about 15 to 20% less on the court because Ooh, they're not playing with LeBron that anymore. That restocking feet. Right. <laughs> sure. Sure, that's fine. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that a, good, fee, that's a good way. way to put it, is that when returning them to another team, there is a restocking fee that takes away some of their value. Um because playing with LeBron James opens up the game unlike with any other player in the NBA. So that is kind of the buyer beware with Kyrie Irving. What if you trade for this guy and it's like, oh yeah, he can be the man that wins 31 games a year. That's yeah. that's who Kyrie Irving is. And, and that would be the reason that you may hold off. But then again... He is a bona fide. He's a bona fide star in the league. Absolutely, has a game winning shot in an NBA Finals. That makes you a star with two years left on a contract at the age of twenty five years old. That is the kind of asset that does not come around often in the NBA. Yeah. That's why and he does have time on offers. his. He has time on his side because he's yes. not an old oh, hat. No, like he's just hitting his prime. Just like he make hasn't sure even he hit his prime yet. Just make sure he doesn't stab himself while cutting an apple like Derrick Rose. Ooh. Oh. Hey, but finally, my before we go to commercial break, so were they a Warriors majority or were <laughs> it they was a, a oh, It was a Warriors class. There it was a you Warriors go. Class. So you left there. earlier. Mm, outside, of, uh, outside of my son Lincoln and me, there was pretty much nothing. Lincoln's not with the Warriors. No, he's not. Yeah, he's even wearing yellow and blue today.
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Kevin, I don't know if you can win that one. Because he doesn't even know it. It looks like a Magic know. fan to me. <laughs> yeah. Generational. Remember, we're trying to make that happen. You kind of have to win for people who want my to join My dad doesn't team. like the Magic, and I don't like the Magic, nor does my grandfather. <laughs> so we're getting there. We're getting there, son. Don't worry. Stay tuned. The Kevin Sun Show and the crew, and we'll get into some more shenanigans. NFL, NFL, baby. Oh, man. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Get some ice cream. LeBron in ice cream sounds great right now. But <laughs> LeBron James, I, I, I'm hurting right now. I'm hurting with you, my brother. We have to figure these things out. We have to work together to make this work where next year you get to come back and do your thing. Um, and then he's off to L.A. Oh, my goodness. Phil. And guys, don't forget to leave a, a voice message on our website without even dialing a phone number. Just head to KevinSuddenShow.com and on the right side of the screen, click on the speak pipe button. Keep it clean because we will play it on the air. Ask us any questions or just give us a comment. But whatever you do, just head to KevinSuddenShow.com. Hmm. Hmm. Don't, don't, I'll never get tired of this. That's a cool mm, beat, right. yeah. So, uh, big news today was... Uh, well, maybe not today, yesterday. Big news this week. Odell Beckham Jr. has decided to go the way of the NBA stars, and he wants a lot of money. He doesn't want to just be the highest-paid wide receiver. He wants to be the highest-paid NFL player. Um, how do y'all feel about that? Well, you know what? I want money, too, okay? Right. So <laughs> you don't even have to. By the way, there's countdowns going on. When does the NFL preseason start, Nick? Next month. Is it next month, games? Yeah, next month. They're just getting to uh, training camp right now. I don't think everyone's even started in, in, in training camp yet. Uh, Thursday, August 3rd is the first preseason game. That's next week. Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Can you believe that? that? I know, there's a couple I'm places. just waiting for the walking dead. I mean, I love football, but I mean. Oh, yeah, well, the preseason's bad football anyway. We're all going to fool ourselves into it and thinking it's going to be exciting, and then we're going to watch, and we're like, oh, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. I, who's the highest paid player in NFL? Is it Derek Carr right now? Derek Carr, twenty five million a year. Well, okay, well that kind of justifies <laughs> Odell Beckham's argument because Derek Carr ain't the best quarterback. He no, ain't the face but, of the league. But Tom Brady still, is. But, I mean, uh, yeah, that, you know what I'm saying. So, but he is still a quarterback. I mean, that's just an odd position for. But wide receivers are, are probably one of the most popular people in wide receivers positions is a popular position. Yeah, but you know? it, it's. Still not the quarterback. And Nick said it. I think Nick said it last week or the week before that was he was talking about uh, how, you know, those positions. Well, not those positions. I forgot what you said, Nick. But you said something. That's probably brilliant. What was it? it was, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You, you're talking about the, the reason why Derek Carr's contract is mm-hmm. so high because right. the timing. Right, right. Yes. See, and that's the thing. Like the, the, what you just said, actually, you're falling into the trap that every casual NFL fat, uh, uh, fan falls into. Right. And that you is so fat. <laughs> I, every fat, I put the, fat NFL fan. I put the wrong and fastest, the wrong slab in there. It has nothing to do with anyone being fat. Um, but what you, what you what you fell into there was was kind of I think the issue that a lot of NFL fans end up in, and that's that they look at the numbers in terms of what someone's paid, and they say, well, wait a minute, that makes no sense because the best player in the league should be paid the most money. It has nothing to do yeah, with how good you way. are. It's not. It has nothing to do with quality in terms of the player. It has everything to do with 
the timing of the deal. Because every single contract that is signed in the NFL, that then becomes the benchmark for the next guy, especially the elite at a position. So uh, when Andrew Luck signed his contract, paid him 24.6 mil a year, okay, basically year year over year, all right? Uh, Derek Carr's people immediately grabbed that contract and they started rifling through it, okay, like a seven-year-old when the new Harry Potter book came out, okay? (laughs) They wanted to read everything about that so that they knew what they were entitled to in the next deal. What Odell Beckham Jr. is looking at is something very similar. Like He wants to be the highest-paid player in the NFL, which, by the way, is never going to freaking happen, nor should it happen. He should not be the highest-paid player in the NFL. Why do you, why do you, why do you think He's that? not worth it. No, he he's not, he's not worth it. His aren't even pulling that. Well, I mean, you've got to have some I mean, big you got to have some big stuff to pull. I mean, they're not, they're not Super Bowl champions, and you can't gi- do it by yourself. I mean, the Giants are, but not recent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think Odell Beckham... I think he's one of the top faces in the league mm-hmm. because I mean you got the so, salsa so dancing. I'm, I mean, I'm saying he be- brings the money. To, he brings the money to the team. He does. How are his jersey yeah. sales? He does. Uh, the seventh in the NFL. Okay. Yeah. So why not? That's not the number mm-hmm. one. But as I, but, gen- it doesn't, but why, as, why not? As a general manager, though, I don't care about how many jersey jerseys sales, you're like- selling. My job in a hard cap sport, hard cap can't go over the cap, right? Not the not the NBA soft cap. I can sign my guys over the cap. In a hard cap sport, there is a number. I cannot go over that number. There is no way I am signing a wide receiver to twenty six million dollars a year. Then looking at my quarterback and my other players saying. All right, well, you guys got to all take a little less because he needed his money. (laughs) Now, you're right. Odell Beckham Jr., this is where we're talking about someone's worth, Mm -hmm. okay? Or I guess someone's someone's worth in terms of value and dollars they bring to a team versus what they can be paid. Because in any salary cap sport, and it's not a fair thing that has to do it, but it is the way that they're put together, no one's really paid what they're worth. LeBron James gets $30 million a year. He's worth much more than that to the city of Cleveland and the Cleveland Cavaliers, right? Yeah. That's how this works, though. No guy is paid what they're worth unless they're in Major League Baseball because those guys throw money around like Pac-Man in the strip club, okay? (laughs) That's just a ton of money that they throw around. But uh, Odell Beckham Jr. as a wide receiver does not have enough of an effect on a game. He's too dependent on the quarterback and the style of offense for him to get $26 million a year. I mean that's a lot. I mean Cam Newton's not even pulling. I mean I can't. I'm just saying during 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 the good times, during the good times, during the good times. <laughs> I mean there's a lot of money that's sitting on the table that you're gonna say I'm gonna give it to him because he shakes his hips. That's great, but you got to do a lot more than that to bring something major. And football, the NFL as a whole, that is one of the hardest things to be like a one man show. Like basketball, it's a little bit easier comparably, mm-hmm. but then you have, uh, you know. There's nothing else. Yeah. There's not. I mean, basketball is your true opportunity, and this is why he's saying basketball players do it. Well, you know, it. It. You don't have such a large team. Like you really need. Yeah. There's only some, like twelve to fifteen. Yeah. People you, I on mean, that you team. really need a secure situation. That bench has to be amazing. You got your offense. You got your defense. Like basketball's not split that way. So it's mainly one on one happening for both uh, positions, which allow you to put more money into one individual player. Football, on the other hand, you're just on the offense or you're on the defense and you got a few couple of switch players, but that doesn't happen as much as it did back in the days where special uh, teams. Uh, you're, and yeah, all, you know what yeah. I mean? The, you're not, you're not mm-hmm. flip-flopping around, you know, playing, you know, gladiator-style football. From like, a philosophy uh, kind of kind of a perspective here, the way that I would put together a football team, and I'm not qualified to do this whatsoever, but the way that I, I would imagine a successful general manager would put, to, put together a football team, the way I've always heard when talking to people in the game is that you build a football team from the ball out. So think about it. You've got okay. your quarterback, yeah. right? Yeah. 
the the in 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 terms of priority, guys that I would pay the most money on my team or pay first if I were to inherit a team, it would be the quarterback. Okay, so the guy that that the most important position in any sport, right? Okay. Then an offensive lineman, probably the left tackle, the guy to make sure that my quarterback doesn't get killed, right? Okay. Then a defensive end, a guy to go kill their guy, right? Okay. Yeah. Then probably a defensive back, a lockdown type of guy, a Richard Sherman, a Darrell Revis, not only to help that pass rush, but to lock down the other guy's best wide receiver. Then I'm paying the wide receiver. So we're five deep already, but this guy wants to be number one on the list across the league. It's just doesn't make sense. How, what is his What's his contract now? Do you know? Uh, it's not. He's not making a ton of money because he's on his rookie deal still. I want to say he's, he's going to make like one point four million or something. He's underpaid. No uh, one's yeah. going to debate that. He's so, underpaid extremely. He deserves a better contract. Just not twenty six million a year. So if you're the Giants GM, do you pay him more? Or just not. Yes. The, the, no. No. I pay him no, more. You pay him more. Yeah. Just because he deserves it, not because of this hoopla. Um, he deserves the money. Right. Um, you need a guy like him in today's pass happy NFL. And if you can come to a number that makes sense for everybody, like Antonio Brown's getting 17 million, right? He got, last year he got 17 mil. He was franchised. I don't know what his new contract was, or maybe he's getting 17 mil this year. He's going to end up right around there. 17, five, 18. Okay. That's a far cry from 26. Yeah, mm. and then you got like Drew Brees was sitting at what was that like thirty something million mm. back? In- Drew Brees, yeah, like mm. no, um, Carr has the most with so twenty six. Car, Carr's twenty six, yeah, yeah. Raiders. So like, yeah. yeah, I mean, you just have to look at like the the amount of money that's out there. I mean, there's major names twenty four point two for Drew 20, Brees twenty four point two. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean that's a lot of money. And in I football, do you think he, do you think he's wrong for comparing it to basketball? Definitely. Yeah. I, I'm, all, I'm, listen, listen. All these NFL guys are looking at the NBA, NBA guys, saying these guys are getting how much money? Like, exactly. Like they're dealing with these guys. <laughs> these guys are leaving their game and they have brain disease, right? And yeah. they're saying, wait a minute, Alan Crabb and 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 uh, Evan Turner are getting paid seventeen. Hey, Bismack Biyombo's got seventeen million dollars a year. <sighs> they. That's why you, there's going to be a lockout in the league in three years. Like we're going to miss some games. We're going to get. Guys, we're going to get back to these that. guys are gearing up for war because they do a whole lot more. I mean, mm-hmm. what we said, the tubes of well, toothpaste. Well, they take away. Like, a lot more. <laughs> they're do- when, they're do- when they're gone, they they're still living it. And the expectancy of their careers shorter. I mean, they're right. do- they're, they're do- it's like a boxer. Lives. A boxer right. is the, the same thing. You don't you try to get as much as you can. You're not trying to do forty different fights like Mayweather. And they're making and- this argument from the perspective of a league whose revenues their revenues far exceed out of the, yeah. what the Whoa. NBA yeah. is. Yeah. So that's the argument as well. NBA. Yes, Roger Goodell they- said they're going to change the initials to CTE. Oh, oh. my goodness. I'm so surprised Roger Goodell said anything. <laughs> Stay right there. The Kevin Sun Show with the crew. Factor Fiction Friday when we come back. Myra with the latest point of view. Dr. Phil, my man, Just Nick. Your boy, Kevin Sun Show. Yes, sir. We're back. Oh, my goodness. What are you going to do with life right now? It's Friday. Factor Fiction Friday. So, I'm excited, and there's going to be some good things. Get involved, get involved. The Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by Cruz and Pascara, PA, personal injury attorneys. Hey, you may already have a lawyer and have a case going on, but you just feel like you're being ignored. Not everything's being done. You know what? Cruz and Pascara, they do free case evaluation. No strings attached. You don't have to sign with them, but they'll let you know if there's anything your lawyer's missing or if there's anything more they can do for you. That's Cruz and Pascara, PA, offices downtown Orlando, 407-841-0200. If you call them, say, meh. And they're huge sports fans and wrestling fans. 
And Nick, they missed you yesterday with the Jimbo Fisher. They're big FSU fans. So. Oh yeah, is that right? Yeah, Mike went to uh, he went to FSU. I think Becky did too. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me. The whole Jimbo Fisher thing was pretty cool. Like to read Nick's like, I got the kid checks me <laughs> off my bucket list. Like, that was fun. That was like, yeah. a good time. Yeah. Piece of crap. <laughs> I don't get man. like that a whole lot. So I mean, you like, get I, starstruck. I don't. I don't. Uh, and and it was it was cool to get to meet Jimbo and the entire entourage that guy has when you go to something like that. Yeah. I have to oh, say, it's like, ridiculous. it's. I'm sure, it's a, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like, the whole alumni association, everyone, they're waiting for him here in Orlando. He oh, shows the up. Alumni is huge yeah, here. In he Orlando. shows up and they march him upstairs to our table, sit him down with us. Like, everyone is sitting there watching that interview, and I feel like a big deal for like eight seconds, which is kind of nice. It was more than eight seconds, Nick. Maybe nine. Maybe nine. <laughs> uh, but he, he was, I thought it was really cool. What surprised me was how generous with his time he was. Because normally yeah. you get someone like that in a situation, and they've exactly. got a handler, right? They've all got handlers. I hate and handlers. the handler will come over, and they'll be Not like, hey, you got one minute, you know, or else I'm yeah. pulling them. And I, I'll tell you what, like, Jimbo could have stayed as long as he wanted, uh, but we wanted to make sure that he could move along and enjoy the event. So Respectful. we got him for about 12 minutes, I think. So Adrian it was, good to have was like that with yeah. us oh, yeah. Yeah. When, we, when we interviewed him. We've interviewed him twice. Yeah, he, was, he, he stayed the whole show. I think it's, and the you, coach from the UCF basketball team. Yeah, you got to be respectful. Johnny Dawkins. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to be respectful of their time when they're they're giving of you, and but when you see that they get entertained by the questioning, and they, they get it all the time. Mm-hmm. They're always getting the Q and A, and they're just like, "Oh my goodness!" And like, how many times does he hear the same questions? That's why you hit him yeah. with the "What's your favorite hot sauce?" <laughs> no, you know what it is. I carry it all the time. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. What it is, guys, is that when they respect when you know about them. Yes. And Nick clearly is qualified. And then, like, even, like, when we interviewed Seth Rollins from mm-hmm. WWE, yeah. he stayed way longer than we expected. Yeah. Bob Burnquest. Burnquest is the one I remember. Yeah. yeah. Burnquest was, was enjoying that interview. Yeah. I mean, and even, like, the UCF coach basketball team, he stayed. He didn't even have to go. We were like, do you need to leave? He's like, no, I'm good. Remember when yeah. we interviewed him? So, hey, kudos to you, Nick. Kudos Definitely. You. I, I like getting to see fellow uh, radio personalities getting – their fix because it can all go away anytime and to get oh, that opportunity don't bum me out man. no i'm just saying this in the the, the oh whole, no i got my resume up yeah there i totally get it the, you know at any moment at many he at any minute foot out the door yeah inside. at any minute it can all go and like to say whatever your career length might be in this to actually get the talk to some of the people that you really idolize and things that they've done in their life and uh, so it's really cool. I'm glad. I I was actually really excited to see that. It was a ton of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? It's Friday. You know what that means? Fact or Fiction Friday. It is Friday. That means it is Fact or Fiction Friday. You guys are all detectives, and you have to decipher which of these stories I tell you is true of these four athletes and celebrities. You guys ready to rock? I'm ready. Is Nick playing under protest? No, no, no. That's just on uh, Money Monday. Money Monday. Money Monday. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nick will probably know this one, but our first athlete is Jameis Winston. Famous Jameis. Fact or fiction? Jameis Winston can actually play the ukulele. Mm-hmm. Fact or fiction? <laughs> Jameis Winston was the youngest person to win a Heisman. Or fact or fiction? He really hates Although crabs. he got caught for stealing crabs, he hates them. he's allergic to shellfish like I am. We're going to go with Kevin. <laughs> We're going to go with Kevin. Which one is fact? <laughs> So he was bartering the crash to sell to somebody else. Give it to his mama. <laughs> give it to his mama. Oh, the, the, the Heisman one just uh, just doesn't sit right with me. But uh, It's between him and Manziel. Yeah, like, it's it's one of these things, like, and, you know, I'm horrible with ages. So, like, okay. I, I'm going to go with the Heisman. I hate it. Myra? I'm going to go with that. 
Because crabs mm. is stupid. <laughs> Are you sure? I think it's stupid. Go ahead, Mike. I'm going to actually say the crabs. I think it was done on a dare. All right. Ooh, a college dare. A little fraternity brothers. And Nick, ahead, Nick, what do you think? I think Jameis is like a little younger than Johnny Manziel. So I'm going like to go. It's so close. Yeah, it's close because they're both the only freshmen. No true freshmen's ever won it, actually. They were this both freshmen. you want to say, freshmen. Google? I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Heisman. That is correct. Ah. He's the youngest to win a Heisman. All right, our next athlete is Michael Phelps. All right, fact or not fiction. shark racer. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Phelps issued an apology for that. Like, what the hell are you apologizing for, Mike? Like, you didn't do it. Shark Week lied to us, not you. Yeah. All right, fact or fiction. Phelps can speed read. His record is at 800 words per minute, while the average person can read about 250. How many bong hits an hour? Right? <laughs> yeah. Fact or fiction, before he started swimming, he wanted to become a rapper. His rap name was Mickey P. Or fact or fiction. <laughs> P on what? <laughs> or fact or fiction, his lungs are nearly twice the size of an average human. Twice? Mm-hmm. Myra, what is the I would fact? go with his arms are twice the size of an average I'm going to go with his lungs. Okay, we're going to go with Nick. I'm going to go with the lungs, too, because he's like a freak of nature. Like, yeah. I remember yeah. those articles they put out on him where, like, his feet were long and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm gonna I'm go with the lungs. I'm saying, like, lung capacity is more than the average human, but, like, the lung size just seems it's, strange. It's, it's capacity. Capacity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lung capacity. I'm going with that. It is the lungs, which he can hold at 12 liters. Yeah. Jeez. Lung capacity. Well, that you does know, feel large, size. yes. Lance Armstrong was kind of. Has the same freakish yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, our next person Not the we have. Uniball, like the actual <laughs> fact that. We have Ric Flair, WWE legend. Ah. All right. Woo! Fact or fiction, Ric Flair has been married seven times. <laughs> fact or fiction, Ric Flair was inducted into the Hall of Fame twice. Or fact or fiction, Ric Flair has a cooking show on Travel Channel's YouTube page called Cooking with Flair. We're going to go with Nick. I want it to be the cooking show because yeah, that'd be so well that marketed. Be That's just such a great marketing. Um, yeah, we're going to go with the cooking show. All right. Roll with that. Kevin? And I normally wouldn't go with Nick on anything <laughs> WWE, but cooking with the flair does have a nice. I just want it to be true. It has a nice little flair to it. You and guys I'm going to go. Falling into the marketing. I'm going to go for that, but I would say the seven wives seem strange because he always was a gigolo. So I don't think the seven wives. So I'm going to go with the. I'm going to go with the seven wives. Nope. Ric Flair was inducted to the Hall of Fame twice. Uh, How? Twice. As a wrestler and a promoter? As a wrestler and a part of the Four Horsemen as a group. Uh, The Four Horsemen. How could I forget the Four Horsemen? Quickly, our last one, Charlize Theron. Fact or fiction? She's the first African-born woman to win an Oscar. Fact or fiction? Her favorite band is Metallica. Or fact or fiction, she got her first taste of fame in a 1995 M&M's commercial. Who is this? Charlize Theron. Who's that? Okay. Are you for real? Yes. Uh, she, she's uh, wow, she's been in a ton of stuff. Don't waste she's, time she's, on me. She's this a great actress. Are... Okay, Myra. Tell, no, sorry, Nick. What has she been in? She's uh, been in Monster. Like the, she's been in. Yeah, like the Italian job. Um, she's yeah, been she's in a ton of movies. Ghost in the Shell. She's been a... I'm going to definitely well, say it's not the Oscar. Sorry. I'm going to go with the M&M's commercial. Okay. Nick? Uh, the Oscar. I know. I yeah, sure. Why not? Hancock. And Hancock's another one. Prometheus, she Monster, Mad Max. Actually, Fury Road. likes Metallica. She was the first African-born, really yeah, white lady, to win an Oscar. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Born See, in South Africa. A- Johannesburg area. White lady. I didn't you say didn't white lady. I said Charlize Theron, so I'm figuring you knew who you that didn't was. Say you white. Because see, I know South black Africa. people don't get the windows. So I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-mm. Viola nope. got one. Did Viola get one? This, no, uh, they, they give a few of them out. This escalated quickly. Not many. <laughs> and you you know what you did? Kevin looking at me like he wants me to apologize. <laughs> like I got nothing to say. I, I would have said that, man. Let Come on, bro. Oh man. Of course and she got an Oscar. You say South Africa. You said Africa. You said African born. I said African born. born. You did not say African. South African. What is that? Why did that happen? Because then I knew she was of, white. There's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. There you go. Yeah. I was trying to throw you guys off. And there's a lot of Brits from the UK in South Africa. That's why he cheated us. Let's you get, cheated let's us. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Just like that six piece of chicken I got from Popeyes the other day. I'm coming back and I want my money. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>